bitches, it's your TikTok bubby, aka Mall Kitty, aka SJ Mendelson. Hi, how are you? It's hump day, hump day, whatever that the heck that means. Anyway, I wanted to talk about what is a Karen, because I know a few. Don't you? Don't we all know Karens? Okay. So I wanted to talk about the evolution of a nickname for a certain type of white woman. My name is Sandra, so anyway, here's a story about a woman that was growing up in the 50s and 60s because Karen was a name that was everywhere, okay, but in a different way than it is now. Thanks to the baby mover, and I have lots of friends named Karen back in the day. In fact, there was a Karen, I'll tell you my story with her. It felt as if every fifth person was named Karen or Sarah or, well, not Sandra so much. She knew a whole bunch of them. Karen, Karen this, Karen that, Karen. Anyway, on the schoolyard, when someone would say Karen, everyone would turn their heads. Back in the day, this woman who's named Karen said, I knew Karens were dependable. We collected the class milk money in elementary school and took teacher's notes to the principal's office. Later, we were the babysitters who showed up on time, no prompting needed. We were class officers and community volunteers. We were not the ones in a risque prom dress. No one was ashamed to be a Karen. Karens, for the most part, behaved. And although the name is Nordic descended, there were plenty of black Karens in this woman's New England hometown. Well, as the 60s folk song says, times they are a-changing. You can log on in your computer or glance at a phone with an example of some Karen, Karen, some, you don't even have to be called Karen, somewhere behaving badly in the park at the big box store, calling police on little children on the sidewalk harassing her neighbors on their pro own property. For these women, Karen is not the name on their birth certificates, <laughs> but what they have become, they are women, almost, almost always white women who are entitled, often racist and determined to get what they want. And what they want to a frequent degree is the ability to determine where black and brown bodies may or may not be present. Okay. All right, so let's talk about where Karen, how Karens have evolved during history. First was the antebellum area. Miss Anne, 1815 to 1861, is a slang for a white woman who is aware of her whiteness and the status that it conveys and is complicit with the system that preserves that status. She may or may not own enslaved people back in the day, but she definitely knows what the hierarchy is and usually does not challenge it. Like in Gone with the Wind, Scarlett O'Hara is often referred, referenced in tandem with Miss Anne, since she too belongs to a slaveholding family and upholds the system all while blissfully playing the role of a Southern belle. Next is Becky, okay? Becky is slang for a white woman who is happily ignorant and unaware of her whiteness, but is complicit with the system that upholds her status. She's often overly dramatic when confronted about her whiteness. whiteness. She may or may not be a valley girl. And then Karen, which originated circa 2010. Karen is shorthand for a woman who, again, is usually white, 
She's convinced her way is the right way, whether it's about charcoal grilling in the park, policing non-white people's behavior, or demanding to speak to a manager or a higher authority who can get her what she wants. She's the kind of person who posts on next door about a suspicious looking person walking around her neighborhood or demands to be let into a grocery store without a mask, okay? These Karens did not spring full grown from the ether. Instead, they are the latest link in an evolutionary chain of white women. That goes back a little, at least a couple of centuries. In the recent past, before Karen, there was Becky, immortalized by Sir Mix-a-Lot in the 90s. You know those Beckys, young white women who are as entitled as Karen, but significantly more cheerful. Becky wants the black girls in homecoming court to straighten their hair for the official photos. Oh, so we all look nice. She also wants to know how you got your natural hair to behave that way in the first place or touches it with or without asking. She might know a couple of black folks and make assumptions about the entire culture based on her narrow experience. She can't be racist because she's gone out with a couple of black guys. Karen, on the other hand, can't be racist because she has a black work friend or neighbor. Becky is the sorority sister who will also sing along to Beyonce at the top of her voice. But unless the actual Beyonce shows up to join her sorority as if, Becky won't vote to admit any black pledge candidates, not because they're black, of course. Becky doesn't see color. No, Becky won't be voting for black candidates because they're not the right kind of black, you know, that kind, the kind that fits in. And way before Becky, there was her predecessor, as I said, Miss Anne. If that sounds kind of Annabelle, and that's because it is. Miss Anne goes back to the land of cotton to Dixie before the War of Northern Aggression. She may have been the mistress of a sprawling plantation of the inhabitant of much more humble home, but whether she owned actual black bodies or hold her own land, Miss Anne always going to consider herself better than the best black person anywhere near her because she was white. Okay, so... Miss Anne has the right to be right about everything all the time. Now, Karen has inherited Miss Anne's set entitlement. It's been handed down like a family silver or the antique wedding veil. She and Becky may not wear Miss Anne's hoop skirts, but they move through the world in the same way. Certain of their right to be certain, they have more rights to be there than you. And it is certainty that's so dangerous. Karen knows she can call on her own community or the state to put black bodies where she wants them. Don't want them in the hotel swimming pool? Either way, when Sammy Davis Jr. was performing in Vegas and he jumped in the swimming pool, the people had to say they wanted it cleaned out before they would swim in that swimming pool, in case you didn't know that. Call the police. They think they shouldn't be sleeping in the same dorms as you. Call the police. Angry that a child is selling ice water on a hot day on a public sidewalk near you. Oh, officer friendly. So Karen is much more like Miss Anne than Becky in the sense that she's aware there will be consequences when she summons help and that those consequences will fall mostly harshly on black people, usually black men. The lynchings of Emmett Till and Claude Neal, for example, occurred because people perceived that the white woman's virtue needed protecting. 
A century ago, the entire neighborhood of Greenwood in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was burned to the ground. And scores of its residents were slaughtered after a white woman claimed assault by a black man in the elevator she operated. Some stories says he tripped and stepped on her foot. Okay. There are enough histories of black death following the wake of white woman's displeasure in this country to make the rise of the Karens a worrisome prospect. Even when Karen is not en enacting violence upon black and brown people herself, she knows she can enlist others, especially police, to do it for her if she wants. Isn't that what the latest Karen that Amy Cooper did when she called the police to falsely report that a black man in Central Park was threatening her and her door? It's incidences like this that have inspired a San Francisco supervisor to introduce the caution against racially exploited non-emergency acts and passed. The Karen Act would make it illegal to make false reports because of racial animus. Given the, <laughs> given the current racial tensions in the country, I'm guessing, Karen will be around for a while and it will be more than a minute before other Karens get our name back. Well, this other woman was named Karen. Okay, I'll tell you my story with the Karen in my class in fifth grade. But while we're waiting for that time, I'm thinking about who should be the next link. Ah, ah, ah. Well, it was a Karen. She was the teacher's pet, and I was so jealous I hated her. Anyway, I had an incident with her. I won't say what it was, but it was an incident. And then I meet her later, years later, in a 12-step meeting, and I remembered her. And she says, I said, oh, we went to... We went to primary school together and I was in your fifth or your sixth grade. I think it was fifth grade class. She said, oh, I know you sign my annual. They used to have these little annuals that people could sign your name. Dear Sandra or Sandy, I hope your life is going to be good in the future. Well, guess what? I never signed that. Her teacher did with my name because I know my handwriting and that wasn't it. So she was the teacher's pet. I want to be the teacher's pet. Anyway, let's talk more about Karen. So, Karen slang. Let's talk about that. Karen is a slang term for a white woman perceived as entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is normal. The term is often portrayed in memes depicting white women who use their white privilege to demanding their own way. Depictions include Demanding to speak to the manager, being racist or wearing a particularly bob-cut hairstyle. A notable example we talked about was the Central Park incident in 2020. The term is considered pejorative by some who believes it is sexist, ageist, classist, and seeking to control women's behavior. Well, I don't agree with that. The African-American culture. There is a history of calling difficult women or those, well, we talked about the Miss Anne and the Becky. Okay, we know that. Okay. So, for the term Karen, several possible origins have been proposed. Early uses of Karen as a joke punch punchline include the airheaded character Cannon, Karen, played by Amanda Seyfried from the 2004 Mean Girls. The friend nobody likes on his album, Dane, Dane Cook, or anyway, so in December 2017, Karen memes regarding entitled women went viral on Reddit, the earliest being from user 
karma cop nine who ranted about his ex-wife Karen. The post led to the creation of the subreddit our fuck you Karen containing memes about the post and inspiring spinoffs, including Karen and entitled Karen's dedicated to criticizing Karen. Okay. A more pointed explanation, which involves race is the expression originating among black people to refer to unreasonable white women. The term was popularized on black Twitter as a meme used to describe a white woman who tattles on black kids. Hmm. Lemonade stands or who unleashes the violent history of the white womanhood. Bitch magazine described Karen as a term that originated with black women, but was co-opted by white men. How do you like that? Okay. 2020 was called the year of the Karen. Okay. Kansas State University professor Heather Susan Woods, whose research interests include memes, said a Karen's defining characteristics are a sense of entitlement, right? A willingness and desire to complain. Don't you just hate complaining people? I know people are going to say, you're complaining about complaining people now, TikTok bubby. A kid demands the world exists according to her standards with little regard for others, and she's willing to risk or demean others to achieve her end. Rachel Charlene Lewis, writing for Bitch, agrees, saying a Karen doesn't view others as individuals and instead moves to the world prepared to fight faceless conglomerates or lesser than people who won't give her what she wants and feel she deserves. Okay? And I, I know some Karens, that's all I'm going to say, that complain a lot about a lot of things. And I just went, you know, if you're going to complain about something, I don't want to hear it. That's it. Those are my boundaries. Don't complain to me. The meme carries several stereotypes. The most notable is a Karen will demand to speak to the manager of a hypothetical service provider. Other stereotypes include anti-vaccination belief racism, excessive use of Facebook, and a particular bob haircut with blonde highlights. Pictures of Kate Goslin and Jenny McCarthy's bob cut are often used to depict a Karen, and their bobs are sometimes called the can I speak to your manager haircut. Oh, my God. Time called the mean internet shorthand for a particular kind of racial violence White women have been instigated for centuries following a long and troubling legacy of white women in the country weaponizing their victimhood. Okay? So, I don't know. White women in the vicinity of whom black people feel a need to be careful because she would not hesitate to use her privilege at the expense of others has always been there. Hmm. It just hasn't always been so specific to a person's name. Okay? Well, there you go. So the memes became most popular in 2020 when the Black Lives Matter movement surged in response to a multiple, multiple events, okay? The murder of George Floyd, coronavirus pandemic, and the Central Park bird watching incident, okay? So I don't know. It's just horrible, you know? And we know lots of Karens. They will shoot their mouth off in line at a store, you know, a supermarket and say, you know, she shouldn't be in the line where there's only nine or 10 items. Who cares? Let them go ahead, right? I agree. So 
anyway. So I'm just looking at all of these things here and I'm thinking about, you know, <laughs> I don't see anything else that I really want to talk about, about Karen's, but, you know, so here we go. I'm just going to go through some of the things, but other uses are like <laughs> when you see a Karen in a market, I heard of one the other day at Walmart was complaining that were no, there were no grapes. And where was she going to find the grapes? And she was complaining and yelling, you know, that there were no um, grapes in line and at the supermarket. And I'm like thinking, I heard about this because I wasn't there firsthand. So if you're a Karen, you know who you are. Stop complaining. Let other people live. Let other people enjoy their lives, whoever they are. Because truthfully, unless... You know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. So if you're going to complain, you know, just take a look at yourself because the fingers point, when you point a finger at somebody, three point back at you. So if you know a Karen, just tell her to lighten up, shut up and listen and take the cotton out of your, take the cotton out of your ears and put it in your mouth. And that's all I'm going to say about Karen's right now because you know I love you. I'm always spouting love and positivity, you know, with people. And I love you all so very much. And this is a shorter one today. But listen, I'm going to be on a podcast in a week and I'll let you know all about that. And follow me on TikTok. You know, I love all of you. And to those who listen to this, if nobody told you they love you today, I love you because you're you. So I'm going to go. It's the season of Capricorn, you know, and that's coming to an end soon. And then we get into the season of Pisces. And, you know, my brother was a Pisces. He was amazing. He was a true champion of everybody. He was a Vietnam War vet. God, he would have been like, he was born in 49. I'm 75, so I think he would have been 74. He would have been 74 this year. So I'm championing him. I always will champion him and people in my life that I love so much. So take care. Be kind and sweet to everybody. I'm loving you all. And don't forget, do me a favor. Love yourself, please. And accept yourself for who you are. And that's it for me. Bye.